interest into high intent website visitors. Um, we're really excited to um, have a chat with you today. Um, you've got myself, um, I'm Lila Waite, I'm the Chief Marketing Officer at um, Lead Forensics, and uh, we have Pete with us. So um, Pete, I'll let you introduce yourself. Thank you, Lila. Um, yeah, so I'm uh, Pete, and I am the Head of Digital at Lead Forensics. Super. So, Let's jump straight into it. I think we do have some people um, still joining us, but hopefully they'll be able to um, to catch up. Um, obviously, if you do have any questions throughout today's session, um, then um, do let us know, um, you know, via filling out the question um, uh, section. And if we ever get a chance to um, answer those questions specifically, we will um, answer them today. Otherwise, we will um, be sure to um, follow up with you after the um, after the session. Um, so, first question then um, for you, Pete. Um, how do we go about increasing our followers? Let's start at base point, first of all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I think that's, um, that's quite a common question. It's one that uh, a lot of people ask. And there are a number of ways you can go about increasing your followers. So you could uh, expose your brand to new audiences uh, using paid activity. Uh, you can flaunt your socials on, on your website and on your content. Um, you can actively engage with um, you know, relevant influencers on on social media um, in the hope that you'll acquire a few of their followers um, or you could even perhaps engage with your your current audience um, encourage them to share some posts or um, you know ask for follow referrals uh, I'm, I'm sure we're, we're all guilty of adding a friend in an Instagram competition to win a holiday in the Bahamas um, but all, all of this is kind of worthless um, if we're not providing our audience with value you know what what's in it for them to follow you so businesses need to really spell that out um you know what it is that they do um why they're different to the competition um and and what value do they offer to a follower now a consistent um social strategy will will provide um a platform for the audience to grow organically and um, so as long as you are showing that um that value to a, a follower and to your current audience um that will grow um, it's just make sure that you're um, communicating those uh, sort of social USPs, if you like. Okay, so there's lots of ways that you can grow your audience kind of organically. You don't necessarily need to do um, paid advertising, that sort of thing. You can, as long as you're kind of um, offering um, value, uh, then almost like that peer-to-peer um, referral and potentially if you say influencer to referral can actually drive more traffic potentially is that right yeah absolutely yeah absolutely so if you are offering that value um no matter what ways you go about it um they're they're going to work whereas if you're not offering that value in the first place if you're putting paid activity behind that or you're um you know you're engaging with influencers people aren't going to to follow you if you're um not relevant to to you know what what they're after okay so make sure you're adding value and you're sharing something relevant to the audience and then you mentioned kind of app mentioning um do hashtags work yeah yeah absolutely so um you know putting in relevant hashtags um particularly on um linkedin and, and twitter which are most relevant for b2b um, they're, they're sure to get you you found it again you're, you're adding um, relevance in there with those hashtags okay 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 good so uh, let's just move on to the next question so um, once you've got your following 
kind of built and I'm guessing that that becomes like a bit of a flywheel so once you've got your um you know your um uh, kind of engine moving in terms of generating those followers um then it, it, you can just kind of leave it to sort of run and run and run from there and get bigger and bigger but obviously then once you have your followers you need to then be able to engage with um those followers so what is the best way to engage with your audience yeah, you're absolutely right in saying that it's uh, it's like a, a flywheel uh, and picking up momentum. Um, but the the best way to uh, to engage with your audience, or one of the best ways, is is usually through educating uh, and solving problems that they have. So that could either be issues that um, they're currently looking to solve, or you know perhaps ones that they um, you know they're not even aware of yet. Um, and, you know, that, that could be as simple as sharing a, a link to your latest educational blog or a how to video, um, you know, converting one of those into to an infographic. And the chances are that you've, you've all spent um, a lot of time um, and, and investment in your content already. This is just another avenue to exploit that. Um, again, we, we mentioned influencers already. Um, you know, these don't need to be paid influencers. It could just be um, a very high profile influencer on social media. Um, and it could be perhaps sharing someone else's content. Um, it might be content or, or even just a, a tweet, like a, a stat, for example. Um, retweeting that for your audience, um, you're providing that value again and you're, you're engaging um, with each member of your audience. Um, commenting on the tweet to, to raise your own profile. Um, it's really important, though, um, and this is perhaps the, the most important, um, but to, to engage with your audience when they engage with you. So it's making sure that you acknowledge your your ads, your comments, your direct mails um, where relevant. Um, you know, social media is all about engagement, um, but that works both ways, regardless of whether it's a, a prospect or a customer. Uh, and making sure that they've got a platform to to speak to you as much as um, you're speaking to them. Okay, so when people engage with you, don't just ignore it. You have to then use that as an opportunity to communicate publicly. Is that right? Yeah, completely. Uh, of course, where, where it's relevant, um, but absolutely, it's a, it's an open uh, open platform. You know, people use social media in, in a uh, myriad of, myriad of ways. Um, not just for, um, you know, liking pictures of puppies. There's <laughs> far, far more to it than that. Um, most most people will do their, their research before making a purchase and social media is one avenue to do that. If you're not replying to questions and comments, um, that could be detrimental, um, you know, to, to those who aren't asking the questions, let alone to those that are. And so um, you mentioned about puppies there and obviously we talked about adding uh, value and that sort of thing. What about, um, you know, in B2B, can you be a bit jovial? Can you be a bit funny or does it is it all about, um, you know, infographics and white papers? No, of course, it's important to, to show your human side. Um, I think um, uh, probably something I want to touch on a little bit later but it's uh, it is important to show your human side um, and to show that you you aren't all robots. Um, but this isn't the B2C space um, and there's going to be a little bit less excitement on, on social media than than you would see in, in B2C. But you've also got to remember that um, while your educational content might not be super exciting um, compared to B2C, actually, when you're at work and you're you're trying to solve particular problems, 
um, that becomes exciting when when you see the answer given there. Um, and if puppies becomes uh, relevant at some point, then uh, absolutely, you know, share that sort of thing because it um, it does make a difference. It is it is showing that there are people behind um, you know behind the screens at, at your business. Hmm. Okay. And if you do engage with your audience, um, what's the best way to do that? Do you do that on behalf of the business? Should you be a representative of the business? Should you include a link to your website or to an FAQ? Should you even include links in there or does that depersonalize it? What What's your view with in that regard? Yeah, so that's, that's a that's an interesting question. I think ultimately that that kind of depends on on the brand um, and um what the, the the tone of voice is for that brand you know for example if it's very um personable you may want to approach them as a representative of of the business um and you know include a name from someone from customer service or um you know someone from sales um but i think that um you know like i said that, that ultimately depends on on the business including links back to, to frequently asked questions might be really helpful but then sometimes it might even be more helpful just to to answer there and then on on the page yeah yeah because obviously I, I know that we'll come on to this later but obviously we are talking about how do we drive that that traffic through from social to um you know to the website and i guess you know by driving people to like you say a, a you know an faq page whilst you don't want to depersonalize it you could answer the question and then have you know if you need any more information um, you know, uh, th this is where to go to and then track that visit through so that you can then see the value of that. Would that be right? Yeah, 100 um, percent. So it's about picking the right opportunities to, to drive that traffic. Um, and like yeah. you said, we'll, we'll come on to that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, take, taking those opportunities to drive traffic where relevant um, are, are super important and um, not concentrating too much uh, on the engagements and, and rather what you can do with those engagements. Yeah. OK. OK. Um, so just let's move on to um, metrics and monitoring. So I'm a lover of those numbers. So what is it that you use um, to measure social media engagement? So I think it's uh, it's important that we we uh, explain what we mean by engagement in terms of social media, because we've, we've thrown that around quite a lot, that that word. Um, but in terms of a, a metric, what we're usually talking about there is, um, you know, things like likes, shares and comments, um, not necessarily the engagement that we're, we're giving back. Um, but having having those numbers allows us to to calculate our engagement rate um, and knowing our engagement rate allows us to um, sort of almost see the success for each post and, and platform off the back of that. Um, and obviously, if we if we know how well a particular post is performing, how much engagement that post is getting um, off the back of that, we can then optimize um, for for particular um, particular posts. Um, and it allows us to see what's resonating with an audience and what isn't. Um, you know, perhaps it could be um, the fact that the audience um, interacts with posts better on Facebook over LinkedIn, for example. And so do you look at reach? I quite like the reach number. Um, uh, I know you can't get too excited about the reach of your your messages, but um, in terms of metrics, it's quite nice to know how far it's getting out there. Right. Do you ever use reach or is that just a vanity metric that I like? No, not at all. Um, I think um, 
again, we'll, we'll come on to that a little bit later, but um, reach, engagement rate, impressions, they're all super important metrics. And um, I think the, the importance is to understand the difference between your ultimate goal um, and what uh, a key performance indicator is. So yeah. <clears throat> these are KPIs rather than, um, you know, the end goal. Yes. Yes. So they're a good indication, but they're not going to pay your bills. Um, uh, you know, they, yes. they're, not, they're, they're not the monetization piece. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, completely. So <clears throat> they are there to, um, to give some sort of um, guidance as to um, as to what's working and what's not. But it is a guidance and not not the goal. Okay. And how, um, so how, if it's the guidance, not the goal, how do you use that information to help you to get to the goal? Yeah, so as we mentioned, there are um, loads of metrics that you can and, and should use um, to measure your, your social media um, engagement rate. Uh, it's just one of many, um, you know, but what engagement rate allows us to do is optimise posts, as I said. Um, you know, see what's resonating with our with our audience, and, and making sure that we can produce um, produce something every single time. Um, mm -hmm. You know, let's say that we we share an ebook um, on on social media, and we get a uh, engagement rate of zero point zero five percent. And later on in the month, we we share um, an infographic of the same subject, and that gets zero point zero nine percent engagement rate. You know, using that, we can we can see that. The infographic is performing far better than an ebook, um, and perhaps for future posts we might want to um, focus on visually um, visually pleasing stats rather than a, a you know a labour intensive ebook, for example. Um, okay. But the sorry the uh, the caveat to that is um, of course the engagement rate um, and and all the social media metrics that we we've just mentioned, um, as I said. They um, they are a, a guide, and I think a lot of businesses make the mistake of obsessing over engagements. You know, really um, going out there for likes and shares, and and they forget that there's more to social media. Um, and we'll we'll go back to that point you made about um, traffic and uh, sharing links that that come back to your website. Mm. Um, you know, referral traffic from social media can be a massive boost to your overall traffic volumes. Um, you know, if you're engaging with your audience in the right way, you'll be driving, um, you know, almost like pre-warmed traffic. Um, and if you're focusing too much on what happens on the, the actual platform itself um, and, and optimizing for for engagement only, you're not necessarily doing anything with that engagement and driving traffic to your site. Um, yeah. And it would be kind of like um, sending out an email campaign and optimizing for opens, but nothing else. Yes. Yes. So um, you kind of want to use the metrics to help with your continuous improvement of your social media strategy. So effectively using that insight to continually understand what the audience want and kind of turn that, you know, 0.2% engagement to 0.5 to 1% to 1.5, you know, that sort of thing. So you're you're continually evolving. Um, but But then you're wanting to then make sure that, you know, you get something quantifiable out of it rather than just, uh, like, like you say, the, the vanity metrics. So um, I guess, you know, in my mind, if you can put, you know, just easily like on the 
if you reply to a comment on uh, on LinkedIn or on Facebook or something like that, as a footer, just put your link to your website in, right, on every single comment, and instantly you're going to drive some traffic to your website. Instantly that's quantifiable, and instantly a proportion of those people are going to actually look further at what you do. So that's just one tiny little thing that, that could be done really easily. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. So I think um, you, you hit the, the nail on the head earlier um, in saying that, you know, um, answering a question and saying if you want more information, you can find it here because that link is then super relevant and you're actually using that engagement to, to you know, to your advantage and um, really, really uh, bringing the, the right kind of, of people who are genuinely interested in whatever it is that you've just posted uh, yeah. and bringing them over to um to your to your website where they can potentially be converted yes yes and 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 so in you know in that thinking about that so what what should um a business be aiming for so if it's if it's not necessarily um you know you're using posts and likes and um you know uh shares and you know as, as a measure of engagement um what what should a business actually be aiming for in terms of their um i guess deliverable from social media yeah absolutely so <clears throat> there's there's no doubt that that social media plays uh you know a, a crucial role in um almost every marketing channel every digital marketing channel and, and even across the, the whole business so whether that's helping retain your existing customers um <clears throat> or or uh, prospecting to to new ones um it's really important to to continue to serve your current customers and you know still enjoying you know reveling in the engagement that you're getting from your followers um but it's just important not to forget that you know there's a real opportunity um to to drive some really relevant traffic um to your site and and you know potential leads in there so i've mentioned engagement rate um there are other super important metrics as as we've touched on already um reach social share of voice audience growth rate and that sort of thing um but all of these um, offer a lot of insight into the performance rather than than the goal itself. So um, without these metrics, you probably fall short of, of something um, meaningful for, for your audience. And they can highlight um, areas of under or over performance. But ultimately, um, you know, you're there to, to drive sales. And that's what a business should be aiming for, measuring um, how much traffic is being driven to to your site um, and ultimately are they filling in forms and how much of that is converting to sales and so and so on that so what sort of um, return should a business expect to see from from social media should um, is there a, a percentage a, a benchmark that people can like um, pitch themselves at to see whether they're you know, really winning or, or not doing so well? Is, is there is there an industry standard? Yes, it's not quite a, an industry standard that it will depend on, um, you know, on what industry you're in, um, what product you sell, the price point and, you know, various other factors. Um, but for B2B, you're probably looking at somewhere between 0.5 and 4%. Um, now, that probably sounds a bit low. Um, so I'm going to say a few things in response to that. Um, and the first one is that um, obviously I've already touched on the fact that social media plays an incredibly important role in um, in supporting the rest of the business. Um, and that's much more difficult to, to measure its impact. So 
don't let a low number immediately think, well, what's the point of social media? It's a, it's a really important one. <clears throat> um, so you, you're probably already doing a lot of the right things. If you are tweaking your social media strategy slightly, um, it's, it's already going to be um, a bonus on top of what you're already doing. Um, so that 0.5 to 4% is a bonus on, on what you're already doing. If we have also have a look at the, the kind of numbers that we're, we're talking about for social media, um, they could actually potentially be quite massive. If you think about um, uh, an average conversion for a website is actually one to two percent. <clears throat> and while, um, you know, while websites receive a lot more traffic, 0.54 percent, um, you know, could actually potentially be higher than than a website conversion. So, um, you know, it, it's not it's not to be. Um, it's not, not to turn your, your, your nose up at it, really. Um, and finally, if you've got the right, the right tools to measure, analyze and optimize, you can really squeeze the, the, um, the last bits of value out of that percentage and, and really make it worth your while. And so, and so how can um, you track and measure your social success? Um, I, I'm, you know, if you could see a graph, you know, in terms of your performance going up and up, how, how, what, you know, how can you do that? So I think um, most social media management platforms, they'll, they'll give you um, plenty of useful metrics around um, posts and the success of posts and the platforms itself. Um, but from a platform perspective, so that's our, our impressions, our reach, um, engagement rate, share of um, uh, social share of voice and that sort of thing. Um, so. If we're talking about website analytics, then something like um, Google Analytics will give you um, uh, an overview of the, the traffic being referred from all of the, the major social platforms. This information is really helpful. It, it gives us a, an overview, as I said, um, of how your social strategy contributes to, to website traffic um, and an idea of how uh, platform su uh, success actually translate to, uh, translates to traffic. Mm. Um, although on its own, um, the information, you know, as I've said, is, it's very much an overview. It doesn't boil down to, to a great deal of detail. So I think that um, we 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 need to ask, you know, what what does success look like? Um, and we we need to to look at what we're um, what we're measuring. Um, and in my view. Um, you know, we, we should be measuring the, the the traffic and the the form fills, the, the leads that are coming through. Um, and so that would be more the side of Google Analytics um, and various other tools to, to see um, how that's actually translating from the social media platforms. OK, so you've got your kind of your standard social media scheduling tools that can provide you with um, uh, insight into um, your engagement and stuff like that. And I'm not endorsing any. Um, you know, uh, uh, software here, but like you've got your your Hootsuite, you've got your HubSpot, you've got your um, your uh, Sprout, um, you know, all sorts of others um, that can uh, you know social media schedule, um, and so that gives you some insight. You've also got your like media toolkit that can give you more information about your general online reach, and then you've obviously got your tools to look at right. What is that meaning to me in terms of driving traffic to my website? And therein you've got your Google Analytics. Obviously, Lead Forensics falls into that camp. Am I am I kind of missing anything? Because obviously I'm trying to look at 
tools that are high-end expensive and also lower end you know hootsuite for example for social scheduling is is really cost effective so is there anything else that i've missed there that might be helpful for people uh in terms of an overview uh you know there are there are um a, a bundle of, of tools out there um each offering different things um and i think ultimately you'd need to look at the rest of your tech stack to see what what fits in with that yeah. um and um <clears throat> you know i think also um how you intend to um track individual social posts um you know i think that that will play a part in which technology you decide to use as well mm-hmm. okay okay good 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 um and so then we've just kind of touched on this, but in terms of tracking social posts through to your website, so specific posts through, obviously we've mentioned that, um, uh, you know, you can use Google Analytics. We've talked about a little bit about how lead forensics can help with that. But can you track specific engagement on specific um, posts, for example, or a specific social campaign rather than just holistic social media that visitors come from Facebook? Can you can you do, be more more specific than that? Yeah, of course. Um, and it's it's old but gold, as they say. Um, and it's UTM tracking, um, which is a, a really great way to attribute traffic to an individual post. Um, okay. So, um, you know, you, you've also got the added benefit when you're using um, UTM tracking um, that, you know, if um, someone fills out a form, you can attribute that directly again to, to an in individual post. So even if they've landed on a, a piece of content from your social post, they browse your site and end up on the pricing page and, and fill out a form there with that UTM tracking. Um, you know, you can potentially see that that lead has come directly from um, this particular post on LinkedIn um, or this one has come from from Twitter. Um, yeah. And that way you can really see um, you know what's successful in terms of traffic conversions and, and not just see what's successful from an engagement point of view and is, is utm tra tracking um difficult to set up is it easy because one of those things that sounds really complicated right so to, does it, is it laborious in terms of getting that set up for each and every post that you might i don't know schedule on your social media scheduler how did how do you, how would you get started with utm tracking yeah, so um, it looks and sounds really complicated when you first mention it. Um, and if you've ever seen a UTM link, a, a bare UTM link, it can look really complicated with lots of equal signs and, and question marks and things like that. But there are so many uh, tools out there. And again, we, we, we touched on a few um, tools a moment ago, but um, something like um, something like Bitly, um, which has a, a free version as well. So. Um, that, that will shorten your link, but you can also provide um, or also provide you the option of putting in um, UTM parameters in there. Um, and it's a case of just filling out a box. Um, and if you didn't want to, to shorten your links, um, it's also very easy to use a, um, a UTM builder, um, which can be created in, in Google Sheets. I think that we've got one um, on the, the Lead Forensics site. Um, which we can perhaps share uh, uh, with the with the recording. Um, so yeah, it's actually really easy to set that up for each post. Okay, so um, you can do a, a shortener, so like you say, Bitly, your tiny URL, that sort of thing, can that can all help you to kind of automatically set up your UTM tracking. But you can also do that yourself within a, a Google Sheets document. So it's really easy to do. It sounds complicated, but it's not. And then it will enable you to have 
um, much gra more granular insight into what on social media is driving to your traffic to your website and what isn't. And so you just can do more of the stuff that is driving traffic and actually um, uh, having a, a holistic benefit for for your business that actually is is meaningful rather than just vanity. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. OK. And, and how can we maximise the return? Then? Was there anything else that we can do to really drive up the, the return from from social media posts? Yeah, 100 well, percent. So um, technology is, is definitely the best way to go in um, maximising any of your social efforts. Um, and we can take this a lot further than the UTM tracking as well. So um, as with any marketing channel, if, if you can measure it, you can improve it um, and, uh, and optimise it. So there are more um, analytics that you, you have available to you. Um, so even if you, you don't focus on all of the data all of the time, some of the data uh, that technology can provide, um, you know, can have an instant and long term impact. So we, we've already talked about conversion rate um, of, of social earlier. And as long as you are driving, um, you know, relevant traffic, we're not being misleading in, in our posts. All of that traffic um, that you're you're driving to the site should be super relevant to the business. Um, so obviously you've already touched on on lead forensics, Lila. Um, you know, using lead forensics um, or um, yeah, well, yeah, use, using lead forensics, you, you can identify the individual businesses that are visiting your your site. Um, and if you're using that in conjunction with UTM tracking, you can actually identify the individual businesses. Um, that are driven there by by the specific post and specific platform as well mm -hmm. um and then also be given the means of, of contacting um those businesses and have a, a a point of conversation you know really specific to the post that that drove them to the site in the first place hmm. and so we use um uh pipeline marketing a, a lot here whereby we um we consider every single stage of the journey, um, uh, you know, from, you know, that person, you know, very first seeing a, uh, you know, a post on LinkedIn or on, on Facebook or whatever, and then, you know, deciding to follow and that sort of thing. And we use, we look at the conversions at every single stage. And so I guess in terms of maximizing the return, then, if you can map out that journey and your current conversions at every stage so how many posts do i send out what's my current conversion on those you know how many followers do i have what's my um you know current month on month uplift um you know all that sort of stuff um and then you put in almost like lots of little things to improve every stage of that journey then holistically all of those things are going to have a big impact um, and that can really help to maximize the return from social media, right? It's not just going to be one big thing that will make a fundamental difference. It's almost mapping that journey and um, looking at what conversions we get at every stage um, and thinking, right, OK, if my conversion is 1%, well, how can I get that to 1.5%? And then how do I get that to 2%? And then looking at the next stage in the journey, OK, you know, how much traffic is coming to my website from... Um, Facebook. Well, OK, how can I push that up ever so slightly? What's my current engagement rates? Well, how can I push that up ever so slightly? And basically, if every single stage in the journey increases by just marginal gains, that will make a difference. Is is, is that right, Pete? Have you got anything else to add to that? 
Um, no, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that um, because obviously we mentioned um, the the metrics from um, you know that you're likely to get from a, a social media management platform, um, and then we talked about Google Analytics, um, and then UTM tracking and lead forensics, and they're all tools that will help you at different stages of that that funnel. Um, and I also mentioned about having a look at all of this data and seeing where your underperformances are and where your overperformances are. Um, so I think it's a really really valid point um, that it's about you know, gathering all of this data. And like I said, even if you don't use all the data all the time, um, using those tools to to get those incremental gains. Mm. And are there any other tools that we've, we've mentioned? Because we've mentioned a few now. So we've mentioned Google Analytics. Obviously, we've mentioned Lead Forensics. We've mentioned Bitly. We've mentioned TinyURL. We've mentioned, uh, what else did we mention? Sprout. We've mentioned HubSpot. We've mentioned um, uh, Hootsuite, I think I mentioned earlier on as well. Is there anything else? Oh, I think I mentioned Media Toolkit as well. Is there anything um, else um, that you think is fundamental in terms of being able to effectively track that social media so that then you can give that social media strategy a, a boost and, and then kind of monetize the return? Um, yeah, so I think it would um, probably just be a, a recap of, of what you said, really. I mean, uh, something like Hootsuite, um, Sprout Social, Sendable, um, you know, that there are loads of um, social media management platforms that can can offer those those metrics. And it'd be about um, finding which one fits uh, with your existing tech stack, uh, I think, really. Um, mm. Google Analytics is, is the most common, but there are other analytics um, uh, software available. Um, but the basic web analytics and keeping track of, um, you know, the, the overview of which platforms are, are driving the most referrals and um, you can also uh, measure you know which individual posts are driving traffic and then um, ultimately using lead forensics like you said um, to, to monetize that really so not just waiting for, for form fills um, but actively engaging with um, with that traffic with with your audience um, you know when they're showing real intent and, and getting to them before they before they shop around really and really um, really maximizing that uh, 0.5 to 4%, you know, really getting the, to the top end of that, that potential conversion. Mm. And you don't necessarily need to have any of those tools, right, to be able to do UTM tracking. So you don't actually need to have a show, uh, social, well, say that again, <laughs> social scheduling tool, um, to um, be able to benefit from UTM tracking, you don't need to have, um, you know, a website tracking technology. You don't need to use Bitly or TinyURL. You 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 can just do that yourself, right? With a you know a quick um, you know tutorial on how to set up UTM tracking within, like, say, Google Sheets or something like that. But it's it, it's simple to do, and you don't actually need to invest in anything. Is that correct? Yep, completely correct. Yeah. So um, I think that again, that's a really important point as well. That uh, a lot of the social um, channels will uh, the, the platforms will actually provide, um, you know, some form of, of um, analytics for you based on on the performance and engagement of, of posts. Um, so you, you can get that kind of data from there. You don't need to pay for anything to, to get your UTM set up. Um, Bitly uh, has, a, has a free version or you can use the Google, um, as, as you mentioned. So um, in order to get this set up, you, you can you can test it for, for free. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, good. And so, you know, if you're going to start looking at monitoring that pipeline to ensure your success, UTM tracking is absolutely something that will help you with that. And it doesn't need to cost anything, um, which is a bonus for everybody, especially if you're going to trial something new. Um, 
Having said that, um, I do want to also offer everybody um, on this call a, um, a trial of Lead Forensics. Again, uh, there's no no fee, um, no catch, no commitment. We just want to let you trial it on Lead Forensics, uh, Lead Forensics on your website, um, and um, so you can see what social media traffic you do have coming to your website, which businesses are visiting your website off of the back of your enhanced social media activity, which I'm sure you will do after um, after this um, this chat today. Um, no catch, no commitment. Um, you can see which businesses are visiting um, your website in real time and responding to not just your social media efforts, but also any other campaign-based marketing, SEO, PPC, all that sort of thing. Um, you can use the data captured in your trial to fuel your um, marketing automation campaigns um, and also pass them to your sales team to see whether you can actually drive any um, you know, revenue into your business as a, as a result. It's our way of kind of um, giving you the chance to take a look at Lead Forensics um, you know, for free and to also obviously thank you for, for your time and thank you for joining us today. Um, so we are going to pop up a little poll. Um, if you do want to um, take um, a trial of uh, Lead Forensics, let us know. Um, and um, and we'll, what we'll do is we'll just leave it up for a, a couple of minutes before we, or a couple of seconds even before we wrap up. Um, obviously, uh, if you do decide that you would like to um, take a trial of Lead Forensics, then we'll be in touch with you probably in the next 24 hours to get that set up. Just be a small piece of code that is popped onto your website and then we can start tracking um, your website visitors um, straight away. Um, if you um, don't wish to take a trial of Lead Forensics or you're a current customer, well, that, that's brilliant if you're a current customer. Um, but if you, uh, you know, uh, uh, don't wish to take a trial, then that is no problem at all. So uh, just moving on there. So um, uh, we also have some other webinars coming up. Um, so I'm just going to do another quick poll, if that's OK, just to see if you'd like to join us for um, future webinars. Um, so um, let us know if you would like to join us another time. Um, obviously, um, if you don't wish to join us, then just hit the no button. Um, but what that will do is it will automatically automatically register you for our, our next marketing um, webinar, which is coming up towards the back end of um, February. So we'll just confirm that date with you closer to the time. So let us know if you'd like to join us for um, a further webinar. And then I think, P, what we'll do is we'll just wrap up and wish everyone a, a good day. So in summary, what are your key takeaways? Um, uh, you know, if, if, if people kind of leave this session just with one or two things in their mind, what should that be? Yeah, so I think it's um, to remember to offer uh, value to your followers. So, you know, make sure that you share content that's really relevant, um, that's going to help them. Um, you know, as I said before, it might not be um, super exciting content or it might not seem like super exciting content when you compare that to B2C, um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, you know, just make sure it's educational, relevant, um, and your audience will see value in it. Um, to uh, see engagement as a KPI and not the goal. Um, you know, don't get caught up with um, uh, with the engagement rate and, and getting likes and, and shares if they're not relevant. Um, they're they're really helpful, uh, but not um, you know they're, they're not all going to drive um, traffic if you're just concentrating on on engagement. Um, measure, monitor, grow and convert. So um, as Lila touched on earlier, um, you know, making sure that you're uh, tracking as much as you can um, and analysing where your overperformances are and when your underperformances are, um, trying to rectify those underperformances and, um, you know, trying to replicate those overperformances. 
um, and uh, use technology wherever you can. There's there's plenty of free technology out there. Um, obviously, we've touched on lead forensics um, for for converting uh, the traffic, Google Analytics for for measuring the success, and uh, the social media management tools for um, measuring the, uh, the the platform KPIs as well. But make sure you use that technology to to get the most out of out of your your social and the traffic. Super and UTM tracking. Right? UTM, tracking. UTM yes. tracking, if that's one thing you take away is just to find out a little bit more about how you can leverage um, UTM tracking within your um, within your social media um, marketing. Um, so I guess that leaves it to me to say, um, firstly, thank you um, for your insight, um, Pete, today. It's been really interesting and I've really enjoyed um, talking to you. So thank you um, for that. Um, apologies if we didn't get around to answering any of your um, uh, questions. We will follow up um, with you um, afterwards. Um, you can, if you want, um, reach myself um, or Pete, um, more importantly, um, on LinkedIn. Should you have any questions that you want to pose um, directly, we're both I'm going to say fairly easy to find. I know I am, given my name. Um, Pete, I think you're quite easy to find too. Likewise, given my name. <laughs> so you should be able to find us on LinkedIn if you if you have any other questions. And we'll be more than happy to help. Um, otherwise, I hope you'll join us again um, for uh, another conversation. And we'll wish you um, a good day or a good evening, depending upon um, you know where you are. But thank you so much for joining us. Bye-bye.